0: It's Kellen, and today you guys are going to be on the path to luxury. I mean, we're talking TV. We're talking luxury. We're talking to Fred Fields, the general manager of M12 TV. You're going to go Google this and say, wait, I've never heard of this. Where are they out of? Man, he's going to give us the game, how he got in this position, and how, you know, if you're interested in TV entertainment, possibly investing stock market maybe, he can give some game on all of that. Fred, welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Uh, thank you very much. I'm good. I mean, I'm functioning off of 48 hours of uh, no sleep, but this is what it is when it's needed to move from one position to the next in the world of uh, entertainment. I'm going to call it just like that. No matter how you see yourself in it, whether you're at the bottom or at the top or in the middle, you know there's some things that has to be sacrificed. And for right now, it's sleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, I, talk about it. Well, tell people what your position is and kind of what you do in that day to day.
1: Well, at the current time, I'm the general manager for M12 and M12 is more so a uh, lifestyle of what uh, people consider to be things that are needed and to be sustained for the, the world for a part of knowing like what that even kind of falls into. So I'm in the entertainment side of it all. Um, I pretty much was, uh, connected with the, um, founder, um, through being on a film set for production we're working on, um, and just seeing my hustle and bustle for majority of just wearing a variety of different hats. He kind of, you know, noticed a little light behind me and like, you know, put me to the side and have me, um doing some various uh, different projects related to um, his field for um, his um, position and slipped me right in being the general manager for the um, portion of making sure certain things happen as far as for what's going out for people to view and see. So um, I give you a whole rundown for like, you know, as far as for like who I am, And might give you more detail and understanding as to like, you know, what that kind of entails and my everyday type of deal that I kind of go through in this entertainment world.
0: Well, if you can give like a, a quick rundown of, you know, people see you hustling and in entertainment, it's like, if pe- you're a hustler, you might start being the door person or the secretary, but you may be the VP, the, the, the president. So, you know, give that journey. Cause there's somebody out there listening, saying, Hey, I'm trying to get in that position. What college do I have to go to? Or, you know, some people who do I have to, you know, meet to make that happen. So, Tell us your story.
1: Yeah, definitely stepping stones in, in the process of uh, getting to where you wanted to be, because I never thought of being a general manager of um, the company that does a lot of uh, variety of different things when it relates to making financial moves. So for me, I, I pretty much started um, uh, doing weddings. <laughs> <laughs> and how I got that is because um, my uh, past full time where I was teaching I, um, you know, was capturing certain things throughout the classroom to a point where someone came to me was like, you know, you think you could like take some pictures or video of my wedding? I'm like, "Uh, yeah, like I just had that confidence that I could do it and I've never done it before. (laughs) And it kind of like went from word of mouth of, you know, who I was in that particular world to, you know, working on a variety of different other things that related to capturing Photo-wise, video-wise, then I'm trying to understand, like, you know, the aspect of making the image even better and knowing the post-production process of it as well. So um, it started with word of mouth, doing weddings, and then I bumped into a, a very um, a significant figure in the entertainment world that was connected to one of the hugest names in the business when it comes to this this knowledge, knowledge name base. I'm just going to drop it, Will Smith that was connected to um, his camp. So um, he went and asked me, you know, was I cool with shooting a documentary? I was like, cool. I said, you know, what is it about? And he went on to tell me it was one of the worst uh, massacres in Philadelphia that uh, he was actually, you know, going to be checking out and he just wanted to film. So uh, we went into that and that project's called the Lex Street Massacre. and in essence, you know, I, I got the chance to hang with the, the four guys who were first accused of the horrific mass murder in Philadelphia, in the city. Definitely, you know, they did things to kind of cover things up and change. All, but they had a story to tell. And, you know, for the most part, you know, I, I did everything that was needed. And he, he recognized that his name was Ernest Tron Anderson. And at that time, I didn't know his position in the entertainment world until he was let me know later in in small segments as to who he was, what he has done, and his accomplishments from being almost like a ghost writer in the background for Will Smith, from um, doing the telecast for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, uh, rewriting some lines for him, for, for the most part, for some of his film work as far as for Men in Black, Bad Boys, his uh, notable writer. Three part and Independence Day, and um, some other things that he's done too. Even was like kind of like you know the backbone starter of the uh, film Hitch, which um, which he kind of created and then pushed that to the side for um, the other production to follow through. So like that's what who he was and like you know I was under his tutelage to the point where we actually um, got another deal and we worked on. Um, my very first film with him, besides just the documentary called What We Do, starring uh, Rockefeller's uh, main person at the time, which was Freeway, who was making moves in the, uh, in the industry along with the group State Property, which included some of those other characters. So um, my guy, Tron, he was actually the uh, writer and director for State Property as well. So, you know, I got, got, got my feet wet and working on that production it led me to working with other people who were like hanging on set, seeing me going to action. And, you know, I worked on a couple of other film projects uh, and done this that that's super huge, but you know, it put me in a position to understand more of the craft and I've never been to school for this. You know, I'm basically learned straight from um, being on um, different sets, just getting an eye for the look. I mean, I watch a lot of film. I watch a lot of TV and, you know, by, With that as a reference point and knowing how things kind of look, you know, I went on that level of just going about it on a a trial by basis, make a lot of mistakes as well in the process. And I know with school, you get theory. And I think it's important for someone who is really interested, but doesn't have the necessary connections that I kind of made to actually go to school and learn the aspect of filming. I mean, the, the other thing is that some people who want to take it real seriously, you must have a passion for also trying to tell a story. So um, I know for Spike Lee, as his growing up, you know, he went to film school, you know, not to learn the whole process and theory, but to use the tools to make his stories come to life. You know, you've probably seen all different types of, um, you know, uh, uh, segments about him explain that and even his masterclass even talking about that. So, you know, I tried to um, keep myself kind of on the edge when it, when uh, the new thing for how things are done is kind of like perceived for what, you know, we're in right now. So And it changes like anything in this world. And you have to kind of like, go along with the flow of the change. So with that being said, I, I pretty much, you know, worked on a lot of uh, ministry projects up until the time. I worked on my own project, I, um, where I pulled my own capital out of my pocket, when it kind of broke, you know, my house was on foreclosure to work on my very first film for my own self that I uh, created, and that was called Playground, the movie. And actually, you know, I had some guys who was in a Wire that was on there. Wire is a very famous show that's on HBO. Um, I had uh, a lot of the students that I actually worked with that I pulled. So I was just using the resources that I had, you know, to. Make it happen. So that lives on iTunes, lived on Amazon. Uh, I know iTunes changed this whole game when they created the uh, platform Apple TV. So like, it's in that ecosystem somewhere, but it still lives on Amazon. It's called Playground, but out there. And every once in a while, you know, I see someone grab it from a country like Japan or uh, overseas in um, the Western world. So either case, you know, it's kind of like my. Uh, Key uh, stake uh, place in the, in the or footprint, as you would call it, into the entertainment world. Um, also worked on a couple of other projects as well. That is out there. Um, School of hard knocks with the same guy that you know that got me into uh, filming the documentary and into working on our first film called What We Do with Freeway. And then just doing all the types of other projects. So just, you know, connecting with other people. And definitely it is who's who, who you know in this business from one stage to the next. Or so then just the education you need to have as well everybody needs to have the theory understanding. Like I said, you know, we make mistakes when it comes to trying to understand the whole process of it. And with the theory knowledge base, with the real world presence, you know, it definitely, you know, it makes sense to to have that. But for me, you know, it's a different path for so many people like, you know, any, anything in this world, you know, you have to learn from mistakes. So um, I, I've, I've had a handful, but at the same time as well also has some accomplishments as well with moving that forward where I'm at right now and the M12 industry and being the GM for uh, this, uh, this, this great individual who's been, you know, nothing but shining a great light upon for what uh, we're trying to accomplish. And that's just basically, you know, giving a different taste of a lifestyle for how you can see um, someone being elevated in the entertainment world.
0: No, awesome. I mean, I, I thank you for putting that together because you look like Philly. You know, beans. <laughs> that that whole oh, you you got the you know you got your. That's not a COVID beer. That's a Philly beer. You uh, know man, what I mean?
1: And rocking it for a minute. You know, yeah. actually Rarer now because <laughs> but, it's just dealing with so much in this short period of time. So it's it territory. I, I,
0: I think it's important, though, how you started off with the weddings, because a lot of us men, you know, especially black men would be like, hold on, start off with weddings. But how one thing begets another thing and you just showed your work you and your worth as well. So with, you know, doing it, I say you got it out the mud. You did it the hard way um, because you didn't go to school. You didn't have someone, a professor writing a letter saying, hey, this would be a great student, you know, for that. Um, project that you have, and you just used what God gave you. How do you track your process and your progress? Because when you're doing a wedding, it's not like someone's out there writing you a testimony, especially back in the day. I've done this almost 20 years. And, you know, to track it and the people like, hey, you never told me you did that. And if IMBD doesn't accept whatever you say, right, how do you let people know this is what I do? without just knowing them and showing them what you can do.
1: Understood. You know, when it comes to weddings, to tell you the truth, it's not like you say, cut, hold on a second, go back down the aisle again, and let's do that one more time. I think it kind of prepared me to try to get it right the very first time. And, you know, you're going to have some ups and downs and some pitfalls with it being stated. But, like, you know, I I think for some people, it keeps them kind of sharp in a game when some some things that may be stagnant in the industry. Um, as far as for like my address is I'm, I'm on IMDB. Uh, you, uh, it's Fred Fields. You'll see me. I'm right there, uh, in the process of saying smile, uh, I had the same beard, but not as gray that's <laughs> 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 on there. And, um, you know, you can definitely see like the work of, of, it's not the depth of work, but you know, the work that, it uh, that does up there for where I'm at right now. So, uh, I do need to update it. You know, it's middle of a minute, but um, once that's kind of updated, you kind of see like what's going on. I um, also have a reel there, and that reel it includes just nothing but just uh, you know different clips of 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 uh, how I, I look out as far as the lens is concerned, so that you know people can see my eye. And I think I got a good eye for what goes on in the industry, which is captured the other person's show that i've been working on for the past couple of years um that's called brotherhood of silver and that's under uh the uh, creator writer rollo robertson and you know he's a really good guy he's been around in the industry as well and with that you know connected to uh, mr Mayhew, who's connected for one uh m12 so it, it it's like you know who you know to kind of slide in But at the same time, too, once people see you in action, you know, it's a a different aspect. So I've worn every single hat. Not to say that's good to wear every single hat, because there's some things, like I said, you know, in school, they teach you how to work with, you know, um, other individuals to get things done. And you look at the credits, it's like a list of people who do certain things. But I think after you kind of like go through that process, you know, you welcome having more hands. Just recently, I did some work for a very uh, great individual who I went to high school with. And at the time he was high school, he was like a high school bully. You know, you know, he, he would say something different, but um, he's the uh, head singer for Kendra Family Soul. And, you know, he's a real good guy. You know, we reconnected. I was doing some work for another individual connected to Will Smith. And, you know, he happened to see me, we crossed paths and we chatted up. And since then, I've done some work for them, uh, along with um, Brian McKnight, um, and, like, the, the list goes on, um, Brandy, uh, Badu, Tyrese, and, it, you know, it expanded to where we're at right now in this uh, square space for even right now of connecting to do a, a, a interview virtually. So, like, in, in essence, you know, I've, I'm, you know, my shot over 70 different celebrities in a period of two plus weeks in this virtual space that we're in. And these are w- well, uh, well uh, known uh, household names that you could, could kind of think of like from Jill Scott to Black Thought From the Roots to uh, Raheem Devon. I mean, the list goes on and on. Um, and also individuals that are starters and, and pioneers in certain fields in it's my world. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, a, a, a stepping stone and building block for what we got going on. And the other key factor for, you know, people connecting is social media. I was told that my social media game is weak.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> weak. and And I get it. I got it, you know. So I'm in the process of trying to get that together. And you know, I have some stuff I was trying to, to push. Like I call it a, a um, um, uh, yeah, it's bad. That's real bad.
0: <laughs> well, well, don't worry about but, that because you can always, you can always uh, grow.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, you're right. You're definitely right. And I, I wish I had social media when I brought up my first baby and it was there. It's just that I was just neglect. I said, oh, I got to get a radio and you know, a radio costs as much. Oh, I got to do this, you know, For, you know, the other path of media to try to get connected and like not just, you know, recognizing that social media is actually, you know, the the, the path to have that marketing done. And it's not that much. It's just time invested to connect to all the individuals who will help in the process of seeing your seed. Blossom to where it needs to be.
0: Off air, I got some game for you on that that might be helpful because you you might be from the old school like me. You might not see the gray hairs in these love locks, but they're there. And I got something that might be able to help you and also something brand new that I can't vouch for yet, but I can um, share with you that can really it's going to change the game in uh, social media like you, we're going to be on Gary V status with with the social media because and it's all software. Automation is here. Read books like The Future Is Faster Than You Think. It's already here, folks. But I, I do want to correct something, and I want to give a lesson to someone who may be listening to you know to these interviews or watching. I didn't know I was going to interview Fred today, so when I said you know he didn't go to school for. It's the directing, the cinematography. He didn't go to school for that. Let me correct, because I had to do my research on the fly. And he has a master's degree. He has a bachelor's for all the kids who say, well, see, I told you, mom, I don't need this because Fred, look what he's done. But he, there's something about the process. I remember teaching in grad school and people say, why are you doing that? I said, well, I needed a discount on tuition. And the teacher said, I knew more about web design and social media and all this than him. So Dr. Murray gave me the opportunity to come out of my shyness some of y'all who know me know, maybe I never had it, but to come out of my shyness to me and teach the class, the same, you know, folks that thought I was fly in the classroom now have to be taught by me. So, um, I want to stress that education piece, because if all this didn't go the way it wanted to, you'd be teaching at somebody's university or you'd have a job, you know, cause you have those degrees,
1: correct? I- Yes, that, you, you're right about that. Hold on a second. So we're talking about the entertainment portion here for where I did not go to school for. But yes, I have a, uh, a bachelor's. And I have a master's in education and um, technology as well. So it's kind of infused for what I do and also a minor in music. So I know a little about, you know, when it comes to just making sure as far as for my own personal growth that, you know, that that's out there. But as far as for just like, the school of hard knocks for understanding the whole film world. That's where I did not go to school for at all, but I learned under different people. You know, I've been yelled at many times on a set and as far as for like, you know, certain things that was happening, this is like all in the growth and process, like anything else, you know, someone who might be an apprentice for someone who might be a welder or a plumber or electrician, there's so certain things you're going to learn. I mean, if you, I think as an electrician, if you get shocked, you know, not to do certain things <laughs> like you did before, prior to being shocked and you're going to, you know, you're going to have that experience, you know? So that comes along with the process of it, but yes, I, I do have my master's and I did have my um, uh, undergrad and um, I've, um, I just transitioned from one perspective in being a classroom to being the IT director. So I can actually work from my phone. Don't tell about this. I can actually work from the phone if I needed to, you know, and I have, you know, certain days, like, oh, I'm working home remotely because in this space that we're in right now, we're kind of forced to do that. But at times I do have to sometimes physically be there to help those in the process for uh, understanding the technology that has been passed out. Like just recently, the rush of devices for all our students. Cause that's where we're at right now with it. So um, there's some this learning curve with it, and I and I know with it being rushed, not just for uh, our split, our pace, our place in space, but it's everywhere. You know, it's kind of like part of the quality control for, you know, that that is out there. Anyhow, um, that is kind of like the nature from more of my background.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and um, I I just wanted to stress that because you know entertainment. And, and life isn't filled with always people who went to school, but personally, you don't have to go down this path with me and, and and say this is right. I see a difference between the people long-term who have that extra education, can go into those boardrooms and talk that talk, that school, even if you didn't want to learn it, didn't want to do the report, didn't want to do the thesis on it, right? The way that your, your, your people... We're telling you, no, it's, it should be written like this. It teaches you something about the process. And I see folks who don't have it when they get their hundred thousand dollars cash, they go buy a, a, the you know whatever car. I almost said the car, then I would have been telling on a client. We know we don't do that, but they don't go buy that car. They invest it into their business to make another business. And and really, you know, I, I just see a difference i don't know do you see
1: that yeah i do i mean you have to invest into yourself if not then who's going to i mean maybe somebody who might see the vision that you might have um and i know for my first baby i did have people who invest uh in, in me um my parents my brother uh my family uh wife um my even my kids uh actually i put them to work <laughs> <laughs> yes it kind of they kind of got the bug um actually my my uh, my, my youngest she has uh, a nice following for her um her social media and i said well you need to be helping up you know and be helping me you know, she has a couple of, of million hits on the videos and like okay um uh, so like how are you going to help me <laughs> what, to, you know wait, reach one, one. shout
0: it out real quick what's the name of the, the channel
1: um uh, ayana sabrina okay ayana Sab- and her uh, whole path is all about um vanity um hair products um she she's flourishing within it uh, and actually she turned the whole third floor into a studio who i been asking me just like okay just took over rooms in our house we got a, i got a big house here just took it over and just like you know just made it to a whole big business so you know she's doing things within it and i know there's some things that she could uh reach back to help that out
0: (laughs) yeah yeah but what you got to remember though is what she because i represent influencers especially on youtube and and what you have one thing doesn't resonate like if she says, Hey dad, I need you to put on these skinny jeans and this, you know, this um whatever it is, right? And you'd be like, No, nah, that ain't my style. I'm I'm Philly, you know, I'm old school Philly. I can't it it it's the it's that whole how flexible can we be? Because the what the kids are doing or what one channel gets is not necessarily gonna resonate on TikTok. And so you have to know how to make it flexible. And I'm from the old school where I just kind of want to do what I want to do. I want to talk to, you know, business people like yourself and say, how did you get it? And if I have to wear skinny jeans, then I'm just not going to get a million heads. If I got to, you know, put on that black hat with the red that everybody has and they act like they got the real one, but not the $1,200 one. That's just not my, my style. Cause I don't want to look like everybody else. I want to do me with the, the African jerseys, whatnot that I, I bought in Cameroon. So I think Sabrina, Ayana Sabrina, you have been put on the spot to help Pops and he's gonna let you kind of style him and do it your way.
1: <laughs> she kind of did that before. She kind of like tricked me into uh getting like I guess the number one video she put out there, she cut all, all her hair off, you know, as far as for trying to get that that um that that uh that that I guess noticed. And she did. You know she got almost like kind of like compared to Kiki Palmer from a lot of the people who um commented on her strength and courage in doing what she did and a process of just you know what she does as as uh, uh someone in this path of um social media because she is um becoming part of that whole uh, uh retrospect and I'm just trying to you know even still from mine I was like how'd you do that you know just she you know it's added all the time she might put up like good like five or six videos a week that deal with with, with her uh niche, which is hair and makeup and um I guess it all goes together because it's it's a field that a lot of people have interest in you know I mean like even I was put uh even makeup on me you know and like you know I, I didn't think nobody was going to know but I had at the time when I was teaching, that kid said, "Mr. Fields, did you did you have makeup on the other day?" Because some dudes follow her. Some of my, some of the students I was teaching followed her. I like, uh, how'd you notice? <laughs> you <know? laughs> Just kind of put out. Yeah. So
0: wow, wow. Well, since we're on the topic of family, how has family, you know, having a wife, having children, shaped you in this business? Because this is a crazy business.
1: <sighs> yes, it is. Um, there are many times that I don't even make it home because I'm somewhere editing with xyz and, and it happens um and an aspect of uh, our f- um the project that you know they they all saw me come through as far as where i had to leave teaching my very first film to be on set all the time and it wasn't like what i thought it would be you know as far as for like the money and like you know having a struggle but you know they they got it at that time and kind of like kind of went with it matter of fact, um, YP, she's actually a writer as well and we have um you know a sleuth of screenplays and you know looking for investors right now you know that we're living on um suberspace pull them down you know as far as for ideas that somebody might see like oh let me grab that even though it is uh copyrighted with wgaw as far as for like you know just just trying to keep everything safe in the, in the place where we needed to be until it's time to break out the box again. So I'm working on, on who's ever project right now and just building relationships and hopefully steady moving forward at, and uh, I know for the wife, you know, I was just talking to her up the other day about like, you know, how great of a, a opinion that she has and with some people that are making moves and ways in the world. And, like, she said, you was talking about me. Yeah, I was. I was talking about you. I put you on the spot. But, you know, it's, it's something that is, I think, in everyone's nature to be creative, to want to try to do something for other people to have a understanding for what it is that they are doing in their world and how, like, they could, uh what's the word, give back into it all as well. So here at the family, like, I even have, you know, like I said, my kids—they actually—I put them all to the test. You uh, know, but the one who's really making waves and motions in it is my youngest, with her, uh, with her presence for her uh, vanity, Ayana Sabrina, and just moving forward with that. So, um, I mean, this, what about this-
0: your, what what about your wife? I gotta stress this because you know I have influencers and it's been big things of unmarried men, divorced men giving tips on marriage, which you can't say anything on marriage if you're not married. Like if you're not having a successful relationship, you should be quiet. But with the internet, everybody is talking about, you know, what marriage is and how you should go get this high value person and that person. And I know these people, right? And I'm like, okay, but as you as someone who has been successful in entertainment because you're working, you bought the house. He didn't buy the eighty-five thousand car before he bought the house, you know, E40 quote, y'all. Um, so can you talk about what your wife and how that relationship has um grounded you or inspired you? Cause it surely hasn't hurt you, I'm sure.
1: Oh, she actually listens. Her name is Melissa. She listens, she she values my opinion. I value her opinion. And I think for the most part, we, you know, trying to see each other eye to eye as <clears throat> when it comes to any of our creative thoughts and juices. So, you know, she, you know, has been riding with me ever since for the longest period of time. I love her to death and, you know, and vice versa. And, you know, we just try to, you know, make things work. We know that eventually with what we put in together in the atmosphere that it will definitely be moving very shortly um you know i, I explained the whole process for uh what i'm going through with a lot of other projects and she sees it you know i you know if it's not through some of the social media which i'm trying to put out there you know i'll, I'll send her a clip, like this is what's going on and like you want to come down she's like no i know it's all about already i don't, I don't need to be there I, I, you know unless you come home I, I, and i do you know but i know there are moments where it's kind of tough too because someone's trying to get you know xyz out for the world and i'm just part of that uh process and sometimes you know she's she understands you know and 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 uh and I love her for that.
0: I right, so that's a blessing. Love to hear those stories. So you guys know who to follow and blow up his social media when you want that marriage advice or that spousal somebody who's done it. Actually today is my wife and ours anniversary. 13 oh, wow. years. Yeah. Mine Thank was you.
1: twenty back in June, 20 years. Woo! 20, twenty years in the business <laughs>
0: Man, yes, you guys, you're looking at them and saying, wait, wait, yeah, middle school. That's where they got married in Philly. You can, you know, you can do that in Philly. So black don't crack if you don't smoke it. Um, Now, with all the success that you're having and that you're going to have in the future, what is a community give back that you are doing or that you want to do?
1: So I have a group of interns that I've been dealing with, I would say, for the past uh, seven, eight years. And um, a handful of them, you know, they move on to working on some other greater spaces for some um, public spaces for uh, <clears throat> for film and media. Um, and I've uh, helped a handful of kids. And I even had some kids come back to me and explain to me, like Mr. Fields, you're like, thank you, I appreciate it. And you know, it's it's, it's a trying time. I have actually twelve right now on my roster that uh, I'm mentoring, and, and hopefully, out of the you know the twelve. Uh, there are some who are still in high school, some who are in middle school to, you know, just give them a path and let them know that, you know, they need to be, you know, just kind of aware for what they need to deliver and what it is that they might be interested in. So I, I, it's kind of like I'm I am their teacher because I taught all of them from <clears throat> the time they were uh, probably in kindergarten up until where they're at right now. So, you know, they have a trust factor. I talk to their parents and, you know, lay it out for them at at all times so I might have had over 80 plus uh interns that that I've just helped throughout the, the years right now I have 12 on my roster <laughs> so there's one man above you know on the football team <laughs> <laughs> but you know it's, it's kind of cool to see them blossom and you know for them you know it I got them in gigs where like you know you had to be union and I got them in You know, I had them on jobs where we traveled to New York or D.C., you know, and got them in. I even had some of my interns travel with me from where um, for where the job I was teaching at uh, when I was teaching at the time. We went to South Africa, Spain, Germany, Italy, Costa Rica. um, And where else last year was Dominican Republic. This year would have been Mexico, but with covid it, it caused a, a, a you know a cancelization for that so um, and I actually I was slated to go to Japan twice and I thought about bringing some of the interns along with me but it didn't happen. it gives them a real world experience for um, understanding you know different cultures and actuality. I had a TV show written out way back when and uh, that idea kind of was kind of like pulled away. You know, you you give that that information out in the atmosphere, and other people listen. You're like, oh wow, that sounds kind of cool. Well, they don't have necessary funds to do it, and I know I do. I, I'm connected to. I can make it happen on our end. So that kind of happened, and you know, I just got to just like just let it go. Um, thought about you know certain things that deals with it, but the interns are definitely my give back to what i'm going through so you know it gives them an idea if they want to go with it or not i mean like you have to expose children and uh young adults to certain things as much as you possibly can because you never know what they may do with it
0: no definitely and i want to just throw in because if i didn't some of my audience, um, you, you didn't mention the continent yet, so we gotta talk Africa, and if there are any plans, I've been to about 16 countries, and I want to go to 100 plus more, you know, more than 100 plus more, 185 or something like that more, but uh, uh, the work, have you found any work in africa any offers because you know we all got at least a million dollars waiting for us when we land in any of the countries and, and it's just a, a beautiful place to be so talk about you know any plans for africa
1: so yeah we africa actually was the first country we went to this is back in okay. 2010 and at the time i think i had two interns uh who went there uh with me at like uh i believe like 12 students that went there and we uh you know got the kids culturized into different parts we went to uh uh Joburg, from Joburg swaziland swaziland um sabona all sabona yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the way to- so but there's certain experiences that we, we we've gotten and i connected to certain individuals who were like entrepreneurs and um the, the real cool thing is that, you know, I'm at the president of Google out there and uh, the guy, he was brother from Philly. You know, he got connected early on from the dot com phase early on and, you know, moved to the ranks and, you know, Google recognized him and, and put him in position. And when I got out there, I connected with him and he was actually moving from Google, working for another telecommunications company and said, you know, when you bring X, Y, Z, you know, certain things going to happen. And I think during the time I was trying to leave, we had the, a big major storm and it caused you know, a domino effect of certain things happening. But also prior to that, uh, I was like the ambassador for about a handful of other individuals that came from South Africa here to the United States because they wanted to have the uh, quote unquote American degree in entrepreneurship. And they were already like millionaires out there already doing certain things. So, um, you know, they, they greased my palm a little bit and I was gladly helping them out and making sure that, you know, they got somewhat of an American experience to try to understand what uh, what goes what goes uh, here as far as for just trying to have some grand roots and some of them back and forth. But, you know, I, 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 I do keep tabs with some individuals who are still uh, trying to reach that uh, level of degree, even though I told them. You know, like you're already making a big out there. You know, like everybody wants to come to America, and I, I get it, I got it. But like, I think if being a, a black man or a woman, you know, if you've never been to Africa, you gotta go because if you feel kind of like disconnected, if you don't, and once you get there, you feel, you know, um, a different form of like um, knowledge base that you're kind of given in uh, in your own personal. Um, understanding for how things kind of go with your culture
0: i'm glad you said it i didn't have to coach him again you guys i did not know i was going to interview fred of uh, the general manager of m12 but you hear everything else too he has going on every time we bring an african entrepreneur every time we bring a black american who goes to africa even white americans who go to africa they fit in because that's the real wakanda if you go i mean did you take when you're in south africa the combi bus?
1: Um. To tell you the truth, we had
0: a. Uh, oh, you uh, are you were rich in Africa? You okay? <laughs> he he was chauffeured around, and and, and the, uh, that's. I'm glad you went.
1: <laughs> we, we, we were chauffeured, you know, from yeah. A to B. But you oh. know, um, to, to tell you the truth, I'm gonna tell you right now. We went to a lot of schools, mm. and schools. I noticed that the kids they have a love when it comes to education, and they they treasure that so much, and yet they didn't have many things to even um become on this on the stage from where our kids here have and our our kids they don't know that you know what they have in front of them is the most important thing to have and that that is education, okay? To mm-hmm. to be educated for whatever aspect it could be. And um just to reach back into that, you know, the kids who did go there that we were filming, they were treated like celebrities in every school they walked into. And these kids were just all over them a lot, like, you know, as if they were like, you know, Jay-Z and Beyonce's kids. They they just got that type of love. Um, it was just so amazing when we when we seen that, you know, um, and just trying to have them have the experience. If you were to talk to the same kids again, you know, they could tell you of the um the magnitude. Of how this type of trip and all the ones that we take is life changing. It kind of opens their eyes into the world, especially certain areas which are third world, and let them know like they they they've been taking a lot of things for granted. And once they do achieve this global uh, uh, thought of how things kind of rock and roll, then they have a, a better understanding. You know, our, our kids here in, in America they they they're not really grappling the aspect that education is the key. It definitely is. Because it was like that from way back when, when they said no, you're not, you know, supposed to learn how to read and write or do certain things that kind of like you know is going to give you the freedom that you need. So you know, if you educate yourself even more so than what you're learning from school, you um you know you're on another different path too. So you know, but it has to come from somewhere to be a studious to be an to be a scholar so it's very important to you know to grapple that education
0: it teaches you something as we you know mentioned previous but with that education you also got to be creative and, and try to whatever God gave you to put that together because you need both and if you put those two together you won't be broke and that's what diversified game is to show how you started sustained and succeeded and you can't be broke watching shows like this watching shows like earn your leisure you can't be broke because we're giving the game to show this is what others are doing you could do it now i conferences to me make the difference and i want to know i'm a big like fan now because i just got to go the previous year to napty and i love it now i live in south florida and i'm like yo this conference Let me meet Byron Allen. Let me meet and talk with people I needed to talk to. That's the National Association of Television Program Executives, people. But MIP is next. What are your favorite conferences that you've gotten the most out of?
1: Believe it or not, I'm the lifestyle guy when it comes to technology. And for that push, push has always been Apple. For years, I tried getting in. And um, back in 2017, I got in. And then I realized from what they told me, well, you know, um, I actually kind of cried when I got there. There's not too many people like me there. So uh, in actuality, you know, I, I learned a, a, a variety of different things when it came to, you know, uh, the Apple world. And um, I, I got it. You know, you, if in order for you to be there, like you got to, they, they see it. You know, you, you know it's, it's kind of like a, a battle to get there. But once you get there, you see like everybody else. Was just geeked out like you, you know. I'm like, I ain't saying nerd, <laughs> big difference, yeah. but geeked out about you know what that type of uh, tech is is doing for not just ourselves but for our children and for people. We're just trying to help learn and become educated. Um, the other conference uh, that's called the Apple's Developers Conference. So it's um, every other year nationally, and in between those other years, it's international. So I've been to three. This year would have been four. I was picked again i was going to actually going to do a workshop in front of all the Apple, um, you know, uh, educators and developers, and that actually is a is a national stage for uh, for anyone who would to uh, think about it. So, um, you know, it opens up doors. I've, I've been to uh, well, this is kind of some kind of it's a it's a conference for filming the uh, American Film Market A.F.M been in that a couple of times and knock um, alley I mean I said I had a TV show idea I was, I was working for the school I was, I was teaching at you know it kind of got was kind of like you know put out there an atmosphere that's that another show kind of similar came up. You know, I've I've been at conference a couple of times to the pitch session there as well. Um, And different things as far as for meeting and rubbing elbows with different people who are doing certain things for as far as for TV and film is concerned. So those are my uh, two big conferences I go to. But there's one for the most part, as far as for like my near, dear heart and I volunteer. And again, it's not too many people like me volunteering. And that's our Pennsylvania's Education Technology Conference call it PNC, and c so you know i give the aspect of i've done a couple of workshops there um came to doing some editing workshops connected to video game workshops connected to just all the way around whatever's needed um augment reality virtual reality you know you name it i've kind of like touched the bases with it and i volunteer for them so um you know it's pretty cool there's one more it's C. International Technology uh, Science Conference for educators as well. So um, the first one I've been to was at San Diego. And San Diego is like the, the, nas- the international platform for a lot of variety of other conferences. So, it, you know, it, it goes a long way. But for the most part, it's been technology conferences, which is my, 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 my true uh, and dear near heart for what I love to go to.
0: Now, have you been to CES?
1: No, I have not been to CES.
0: Okay, okay. I was going to ask you to compare, you know, yeah.
1: Okay, I, 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 will, I probably would like to go. But, yeah, Um. I've, I've, I've heard it, but, but no, I haven't. No.
0: Okay, when COVID opens up, see, you know, we're all going to be just running the conferences. Like, hold on, let's <laughs> – everything we can go to. I love CES, too. It, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And, I mean, you are really giving the game. Folks, I don't want to give you guys a game overload because I want you to help grow – Fred's social media. Um, I've looked it up. Sometimes it's Frederick Fields, not Frederick Douglass, but Frederick Fields. And you know, you check out those movies and see where they're available. Do you have a website you can uh, leave the people or any other gems that you like to drop?
1: So the address is solubilityfilms.com. That's S O L U B I L I T Y films.com. And social media is same thing too. Uh, Solubility.com. Films for um, Twitter, which I'm never really on. Uh, <laughs> Instagram, there it, it is. There, Instagram is there. So, and uh, my wife she put one up too called We Make Movies. Asked me how times I've been on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she developed it, and I have another one too, just in case you know uh, time passes, nothing's really happening. You know, it's a platinum photo video. So there's another one. Well. Um, you can catch me either of those locations, those addresses. That's my map. And there you have it.
0: Well, you guys have gotten the game. Make sure to check him out. Next time he's going to South Africa, you know I want to connect him with a friend of mine and past guest, uh, Tafuma. Mula VIP rental, so he can find if you need a plane, Rolls okay. Royce, whatever he got you. That's what he does.
1: That's what I'm talking about. And I was just in a Rolls Royce in a worst snowstorm just recently, and we got stuck.
0: <laughs> I saw. I think I saw that on Instagram, and I'm like, yeah. man, what what first world problems to have, you know? But but it, it's it's a beautiful thing, bro. I appreciate you, you guys, as always. We're gonna take well. this offline like share subscribe be blessed
1: all right and- thank you thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified game podcast with kellen the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese bagel and lox fish and grits